What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Holy moly, guys, this is our 50th show. Happy anniversary. 50th. Can yeah. Can you even believe that? I know. It's okay. insane. And here's how it played out. The, the like crazy thing. I was looking back today, doing some research and everything, and trying to put some together some thoughts for the big 50th show. Now, it was exactly a year ago today yeah. that we recorded the very first episode of 30 Inside minutes, the Crazy bro. Info. Yeah, so much has changed. Back then, <laughs> we didn't do guest interviews. No. It was 30 minutes long. We were strict like, on the time. We were strict on the time. We were <laughs> we like, no, no, no. It's got like 4.3 minutes on this segment. And like, But I mean, yeah, just what an epic year yeah. though. So, I mean, just right off the top of the show, we all, everybody who, uh, you know, involved with our show from the very beginning and and up to today, we want to just say a massive thank you to a few people. All of the guys at Bourbon Bay Radio for we wouldn't even have the show without you guys. You gave us the first platform to launch on and let our voices be heard. God, God help the world. Right. But uh, <laughs> so thank you guys. Um, we love you guys. All of our listeners. I mean, Seriously. we couldn't do it without the listeners. Yeah. And and every week we get more and more listeners, and every week we get more and more interaction from the fans and the listeners. We've had some on, you know, the Safe Scorpion mm-hmm. people come on and join us on the show in our segments and everything. So we're really excited about that. And then, of course, all of the amazing guests that we've had on the show. Seriously. I mean, we, we've we interviewed all kinds of people from all different genres and all different Eras. decades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, from legends, literally legends, to up-and-comers just breaking into the yeah. business. And, I mean, every one of them has been an amazing guest. Yeah. And so thank you guys. Yeah, seriously. Because, I mean, all of our success, we couldn't do any of it without all those people. So Agreed. Agreed. 50th show. And speaking of one of those people, our forever guest. Forever guest. Rebecca Kennedy Hell is our our yeah. guest today. We're yeah. going to talk to her a little bit. She's got a new movie coming out, and she's going to join us on the top five segment like she's been doing. Fifth time on the show. Fifth time That's on the crazy. show. That's crazy. Five is a kind of common theme. Right? Uh, yeah, right. she, like, she seems to be hitting every 10th <laughs> yeah, episode, which seriously. is really kind of... It was the 30th, the 40th, the exactly. 50th, and so, yeah, I mean, this is really fun, and we love her. Hell she's yeah. always a blast to have on, so stay listening. That's coming up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But let's get started with some industry news. This first one that we want to talk about... I think it's hilarious. Uh, Coming to America 2 is officially happening with Craig Brewer signed on as the director. Now, that's the director from the Hustle and Flow movies. Yes. And he also directed some episodes in in, uh, Empire. But I just think it's funny because does Eddie Murphy just need money because he just like had his tenth kid or some shit like that? Uh, you know, right? That's like, like, <laughs> it's like, uh, well, and uh, I mean, I think I'm pretty sure Arsenio needs some money. Too. Like, yeah. <laughs> where, has anybody I seen Arsenio? Yeah, like, seriously. have they reached out to even see if he can come back? I mean, right. I, I don't even know. Well, but... I'm pretty sure he gets about ten bucks every time someone goes woo woo. Yeah, woo. right. So, <laughs> says dog pound. Yeah, as much anymore. So maybe I mean, maybe the funds are running <laughs> To be fair, I felt like his new talk show was doing pretty good when yeah. he came back. Honestly. I mean, it then just it kind of like yeah, I don't know dropped but, off a little bit. Yeah, but I so, I enjoyed. I've always enjoyed Arsenio. Yeah. But um, I mean, th- this movie was like in the eighties, right? Or early nineties? Yeah, late eighties. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, do you think people will still be interested? I do. I I think it's a it's an interesting concept. I'm curious. I know I like I like the original movie. A big fan of it. Yeah, and it was I want to know where they're at. Yeah, I want to know. Like yeah. you know, because it was. I, what what's going on now yeah, with the guys exactly. you know um i'm also curious i thought craig brewer was in a very interesting choice because you look at back at some of the most of the stuff that he's directed yeah. especially like you said hustle and flow very dark very deep yeah. and then you're coming in with coming to america which is just like all out comedy yeah and i i need to know are lucius and cookie going to show up <laughs> right, he's like, very tight with uh, uh, um 
Howard there. Howard, yeah. Yeah, uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. And I, I feel like I met Craig once when he I was actually working in Memphis. Uh, when they were filming Hustle and Flow, really nice guy and funny. Yeah. I just haven't like really. I'm not known for, to associate with him with comedy. Right. So this is gonna be really interesting. Hell I mean, yeah. I mean, see how it works out. See how it works out. Are they bringing James Earl Jones back? Right, as like, the daddy. He was uh, for anybody who hasn't seen it. Yeah, all, young he viewers, was like he was the, the king. Dad. Right, yeah, he was the king. <laughs> right. So. Oh my goodness. Be... Yeah, that that's definitely gonna yeah, be interesting. I, I'm excited about that one. Hell yeah! And something else that's gonna be interesting. Another Final Destination is going to come out, and yeah. it's coming back with the Saw writers. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So even more so, I mean, a lot of people love those Saw movies, and a lot of it's people true. love the Final Destination movies, but there's like 10 now. I know. It's yeah. insane. I mean, it's like, Talk about oversaturation. I guess the one smart thing about bringing the Saw writers on is they definitely know how to kill people. <laughs> That's so, I mean, because sure. yeah. I'm thinking, how many more ways are there to die Seriously? in like the Final Destination yeah. movies? Like, so... Bringing people who know how to kill me, right? I guess. I mean, I don't know. Lord, that movie's gonna make people so freaking paranoid. I know. Yeah, it made me paranoid when I first watched it. I know. It changes the way you look at normal things. Like you see a truck driving down the road with logs on the back, and you're like, Like, "Oh hell!" Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Or like what in real life? Literally, I think just a few days ago, they had a giant street sign on the interstate just fall and almost take out a car when she's Mm. just driving. Can you even imagine? Exactly. And then yeah, and then I mean, like I said, do you even want to think about the creepy way? to die that the Saw people are going right. to be bringing yeah. up. You're never going to want to leave your house. It's gonna Final be Destination also ruined tanning beds for me before I even <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's okay. True. I'm actually grateful for that. Yes. I, I have never been in a tanning bed because of there that. You go. And probably a good that's thing. That's probably that's a good. good thing. And then we should just briefly announce that there was another announcement about, you know, continued and or coming back franchise. Apparently, Tom Cruise wants to do Mission Impossible until he dies. Uh, apparently. I mean, <laughs> like two more or something yeah, like that? Yeah, two more. He just announced that two more in the... But I did read today though that they might be setting up his exit strategy mm. so maybe it's like what we were had talking about like somebody's gonna come in and take ethan's yeah. place and, and then he on. becomes like the, the like main, the top guy yeah, or whatever that like a mentor the guy person giving out the exploding exactly yeah, right yeah, exactly. yeah the exploding <laughs> like, tapes or whatever yeah so. like this is the way i did it <laughs> like yeah. that like, type of person Bro, you busted your leg on the building on the yeah, jump. The last it's time. time to stop. Seriously. You know, it's okay. Yeah. But uh, mm. anyway. Well, I mean, mm. we'll see. We'll yeah. see. And I mean, we got to talk about uh, the Ghostbusters thing, too. Touch oh, on that yeah. a little bit. That's right. That, uh, that's going to come out, too. That was announced. Supposedly, it's a secret Ghostbusters movie that, that was announced that's been in the works. And uh, it's going to be directed by uh, Jason Reitman. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's fantastic, a great comedian, great guy. He's a great filmmaker. And, um, you know, so I, I feel like it's in really good hands as yeah. far as the comedy. As you guys know, they did a reboot recently with all female cast. It did not go well. Yeah. Uh, fans didn't like it. Critics didn't like it. It didn't do well at the box office, even though it had cameos by the original guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it just didn't do well. So, uh, but I feel like Jason Reitman, if you're going to do it, it's yeah. the right show. For anybody who doesn't know, Ivan Reitman, Jason's dad, yeah. was the the director of the original Ghostbusters fr- uh, films. Yeah. So I feel like it's in really good hands. Yeah. And it, they already had a teaser drop, so I feel like it's been in the yeah. works for a while. My opinion is I think probably Bill Murray and the gang went to him and said, mm, that last one, mm, yeah, we, we didn't can't like end that it one. on. That is not the last yeah. image of Ghostbusters we want people to see. No. So let's try to fix this. Definitely. And I think that's maybe kind of sort of what went down. I'm excited about it, though. Yeah. I think Reitman's a great filmmaker. I think he's the right choice. Yeah, so seriously. are they just going to act like that other one never happened it does or? take place apparently in the original film's world mm-hmm. like okay. see 
I don't know if you guys remember, but a while back when they first announced this new reboot, yeah. I loved the idea because the original premise, which is not what it ended up being, was that the girls were going to be the daughters of the original See, that Ghostbusters. And the original Ghostbusters weren't just going to cameo. They were all going to be in it yeah. with them, starring in it with them. And I thought that was an epic yeah. idea. I thought that would be really good to see how they're passing along yeah. the family business to be, you know, yeah. kind of. And then it turned into anything but that. Yeah. It was just completely rewritten. And I mean, but no the, offense to the people involved, but did, a total disaster. Didn't one of them pass? Didn't one of them die? Uh, yes. So, I mean, yes. they're going to have to deal with that. Yeah, Harold Ramis did pass. So. so if they do bring back all of the original Ghostbusters, yeah, Harold did pass. Yeah. And maybe that could be the premise. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what the whole storyline is going to do. Original guys come back together yeah. for his passing and have to kind of, like, I mean, that would be paying homage to him as a person, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel Agreed. like that would be very respectful. And would be a, a very, I mean, I, I feel like. Like I said, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and all of them are following probably what Sly was doing with Rocky. Like, Ooh, right. we can't end it on that. No, yeah. So let's come back and redo it, like with Creed, and, and end it the right way. I feel like what that's what's going on here right yeah. now. They're going to try to end it the right way. And I think that would be like a very realistically emotional yeah. situation. Agreed. Yeah, they would be feeling the real things of missing their friend, and exactly. Having to say goodbye, and exactly. So I think that would um, that would bring some realism and some you know yeah some accuracy Agreed. to it. Agreed. I, I I totally get. And oh, just yeah. one other quick thing before we jump because we're about to go from really fun happy stuff to scumbags yes um, oh. steve carell yeah. <laughs> i cannot wait for this uh speaking of dropped little teasers he announced today and dropped a little teaser that he is partnering with netflix and apparently they are making a comedy series based on trump's space force oh. so i can't wait to see what this I, is I just, like i mean it, it, it <laughs> has to be it's steve carell it's poking fun at trump and it's on Netflix. Yeah. I, everything adds up to epic. Exactly. I, I just think this is going to be with hilarious. all that creative freedom on Netflix, man. It's going to be <laughs> hilarious. Just, I didn't watch the teaser yet, but I saw a still of it, and he's like in a NASA suit with a monkey. Oh like God. I don't even know. Like I just think <laughs> from that alone, I think what are we doing? Yeah, here? it's going to be. It's going to be hilarious. I love Steve Carell. I mean, even though I know his last film didn't do very great, I don't yeah. think that was his fault at all. It I wasn't. Think he's still no. amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Both his two films, Vice too. Is, mm. I mean. Oh, it, well. Yeah. Like huge. Yeah. While Marwin disappeared damn near after one week, yeah. Vice has been the biggest dropper from week to week yeah. since it came out. So. Well, oh, man. he wasn't really the star. Of yeah. that one like he no, was. From yeah, Marwin. no, no. Right. So, but, I mean, but he was in it. Yeah. Course, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. With a huge cast, which was surprising was. to me. Yeah. But I'm gonna be reviewing that on Fantastic Reviews <laughs> this week. So check that out. God bless Sunday you. or Monday. <laughs> uh, now. I mean, of course, we talk about the light side of the entertainment industry. Now it's time to talk about the bad side, the dark side. R. Kelly, his daughter, is now speaking out against him, calling him a monster, and just wow. so much other stuff going on. Like, Well, I guess let's start with the daughter. She was getting hammered. We've, yeah. We talk about this week in and week out about how social media can be a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. And she was apparently getting hammered on social media by yeah. people like, why aren't you talking about right. your dad? Why aren't you coming out against him? Why aren't you kind of doing these things? And her response was, and we should clarify, she didn't directly call him. She, in the context of the conversation, said it. She said, what you guys don't understand is this person that you're talking about doing all these evil things, I had to live with the monster. Exactly. 
together that you guys are now seeing. So, and the way that I and my mother have chosen to deal with it because we're still Mm -hmm. dealing with what was done to us over a period of time is to not talk about it, is to not bring it up and address it to people. And we're, you know, choosing to focus on inward, you know, healing. Yeah. So, and that's what I, and she kind of made that statement. It's like, while you guys are seeing all of this, and, right. and that was in the context where she called him the monster. Mm-hmm. Which, um, you know, that's totally respectable and right. understandable. And I hope that people respect her wishes in that. And, Same. you know, I know there's still going to be trolls and people who are going to push, push and pick and yeah. pick. Right, but of course. Hopefully the most of the people can understand that, can be human about it, and understand the need for her right. privacy, her and her mom's privacy exactly. right now. Exactly. And breaking news that just came out today on Friday, Sony has dropped R. Kelly from the label. It's pretty crazy. I mean, I bet they started this process when the documentary series came out. Like, you know, I bet they're just setting it up. They were being quiet, just trying to set it up. But I guess, like, crazy demonstrators and crazy protesters have been outside the Sony offices, like, protesting to get him, like, removed from the label. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with you. I think they probably started this process a while back when it first hit. Um, We we know they announced a couple days ago that they had pulled all the funding. They basically said they're no longer going to release any new music. They're not going to put any money behind promoting his old music. They're not going to pay for appearances and concerts. So they announced that, and now with the whole dropping of the label thing, I mean, I think they they were they were looking it over with a fine tooth comb yeah. with their attorneys and like, is there cause to let him go here? You know, and and just doing it like you said, right to mm-hmm. make sure he can't come back on him. But I think it's the right move, man. Definitely. I mean, I think it's the right move. Yeah, seriously. And like, like I said, it, involving a contract, like you have to do it the right way because I mean, you don't want it to come back on you and get sued. Right. So. Exactly. And I mean, just a you know another comparison of a scumbag, <laughs> even doing it the right way. I mean, look, Les Moonves is still fighting. Yeah. He's still trying exactly. to come back with an arbitrator and money, say, I yeah. still want my 120, you know, my 120 million. So even when you do it right, I mean, you know, so. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy that it finally happened. And so and on process. top of that, I mean, the way to sell albums and make money for him to continue to do music on his own is obviously touring. Yeah, concerts. But that's a problem too, because Illinois just announced that the big event that he was getting ready to host and perform at, they've denied the permit because people are outside of the venue protesting, and for security reasons, they're worried that that's going to be an issue, so yeah. they denied the permit. Exactly. Apparently, that's starting to happen around the country a lot. Well, Could potentially happen here. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, bring it local. Freaking, he's supposed to perform at the Coliseum here yeah, in Biloxi. Here so, in Biloxi. like, what's going to happen? Are they going to cancel it? What's going on? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and if, if, maybe on a further show, because we don't want to touch this just yet, but there's another story involving R. Kelly and some bad shit in Mississippi that maybe we bring up if we yeah. get back into, is he going to get canceled at the Coliseum? Yeah. It's an interesting story. Stay t- that was a good tease. Yeah, Stay, tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So, yeah, R. Kelly. Mm. Oh, goodness. Goodness and gracious. And are we continuing scumbags? Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Less than four months before his criminal trial is set, he fires his lawyer. Yeah. Because the charges weren't dropped. Right. It's like, bro, you have so much evidence against you. You're guilty. You deserve to be in jail. Right. It's like, insane. I mean, and that's literally the excuse. They he He fired his attorneys because he felt they were doing an awful job and not giving him the best offense because they didn't get it thrown out of court. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, okay, and, and remember, he's th- th- he's following along the steps of another guy who's enjoying some pudding pops in prison right now. Yep. Remember, he fired all of his attorneys when exactly. it didn't get tossed out. It still went to trial. 
and he still went to jail. Exactly. Bill Cosby, of course. Yeah. So Harvey, this might not be the right course of action. I'm just saying. And I think that's another example of someone who's lost touch with the reality. Yeah. Who's who yeah. thinks that they're so above everything that you know things should work for them mm-hmm. rather than them, accordingly, you know, adhering to, so- to society. Right. And things that you should do as a decent human or not do rather. And so they just lose touch with that and think that they don't apply yeah. to the law or to basic human rights. I, right. I, I, I you could not have said it better. Lost touch with reality. And speaking of Neverland. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. gosh. Lost touch with reality. That was a good one. Uh, Thank you. Uh, HBO has announced that their documentary about Michael Jackson's sex abuse. um, And we should say, let's just put this out there. While he did go to trial and while many people have many opinions about (laughs) Michael Jackson, he was acquitted. Yeah. He was acquitted. I just want to put that That's on the record. That's why I want to watch it so bad yeah, because um, I don't want my, me personally. I don't want to believe it because I love his music so much. But I want to watch it and I mean see the yeah. evidence. So his alleged, 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 alleged. yeah. Um, because he was acquitted, right. um, but it, first of all, it's premiering at Sundance. Yeah, exactly. so it's not just like popping up on HBO. It's premiering at Sundance, exactly. which is like whoa. So that's yeah. causing some controversy. It's also drudging up some stuff again with the people who, and I mean, unfortunately, as everybody who's listened to the show for a whole year now um, knows, <laughs> I'm I'm like the gaffer. I'm the old guy. I was old. I watched the trial. The trial. Um, yeah. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I too, J Lo didn't want it ruined. Yeah, exactly. And yet somehow you're just mm, like mm, when he well, start when he starts describing bodily parts. I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, this the one accuser in very vivid detail described the genital area of Mike, mm. and he was forced by court order to um provide visual evidence of said area mm. and apparently the kid was accurate yeah so Oof. i'm not real sure how the acquittal happened yeah I feel after like that yeah the how does that make sense is pretty yeah. accurate with what he described and i mean uh, yeah i don't know i'm just saying yeah he was proven innocent exactly i'm just saying uh, so he's innocent i guess as far as you know yeah. that goes but mm-hmm. just the documentary will be really yeah, interesting. exactly i think so too and and it kind of makes me think of the whole r kelly thing again with with uh michael's kids you know mm-hmm. I imagine yeah. there's a lot of things that are coming back onto them a lot of people exactly. bring stuff up with them and See, I love that because we're so on top of everything. Like today, um, Paris Jackson mm-hmm. announced that she's checking into a mental facility to to get some help. That's good. I would imagine so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can only imagine the pressure of what it must have been like growing up inside that house. Right. But like what you just said, the pressure of the trial going mm-hmm. on and then all of the massive press and all of the so weird shit. Stuff. Neverland, yeah. the monkeys, the weird... Mm-hmm. I mean... I, I'm surprised it took this long yeah, to end up in one exactly. trying to get some help. Well, um, and also, that's a that's really an unfair burden. Yeah, so these are not her actions. Agreed. These are not nope. anything she ever or, or her siblings ever asked for mm-hmm. or sought to be involved in. And yet, she still carries the burden even after her father has passed away. Right. Agreed. And I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna put this out there because I like to have some fun. I like to cause a little controversy or or make people think. I know that the nurse back in the Debbie Rowe, I think her name was, supposedly was, you know, she carried all the kids. And I guess she was, according to Michael Jackson, the mom, not just carried them, but also provided the eggs. Yeah. You know, I mean, she was artificially inseminated, uh, supposedly with his sperm and then her eggs. Right. And then she carried the kid. But I'm just going to say, I want everybody out there listening to take a good look at Paris Jackson. Yeah. And you look at them eyes. 
Okay, just look at her eyes, and you tell me those aren't the Presley eyes, Elvis <laughs> Presley's eyes. She, yeah. If if Lisa Marie is not her mom, I would be shocked. <laughs> I'm not saying Deborah Rowe didn't carry her, yeah. but I think the egg is Lisa Marie. I swear to God, she looks like a Presley. Yeah. yeah. I mean, her she brothers look like Michael. They, they do. They look a lot more like him. They yeah. do. Uh, but you're right. She does not really resemble. She him does a whole not. Lot. And the more you look, I'm telling you, you put up a picture of Elvis, or you put up a picture of a young Lisa Marie. And just or even Lisa Marie's other daughter, yeah. who's yeah. an actress yeah. now, you know, and doing really well. Look at them, yeah. and you're like, nope, that's like, that. Lisa is the yeah. mama right there. Uh, just saying, just saying. Go look for yourself. You decide. But, but that's I'm just saying. Be so disconcerting and confusing for a young person, right? You don't. Agreed. I mean, when the the. I mean, maybe it's different in their in their home, and maybe they right. they're more honest. But as far as we know, the whole even idea of who her parents are and what they were really like and who just genetically who they are yeah. is so right. m- muggy and confusing and it like, is. that's just that's just so mind-blowing to me it I, is i can't really imagine it is <laughs> like, how do you explain that to like a child like yeah. I, you can't there's no way you can well how do you I mean, explain and to all your the other stuff yeah. like why is my bro- little baby brother have a blanket on his head and, and called blanket and like, why are you right. holding him over a balcony right, right. Why are people right. screaming and crying when we walk by <laughs> right. you know i mean and exactly. it, it, it's a very bizarre way to grow up <laughs> and why why is my dad now a white woman <laughs> like i mean i don't know like so many <laughs> things a, i mean, mean like why why does dad look so different now than when uh, you're showing right. me this is my dad as a child when right. he's famous and he looks nothing like like exactly. I mean, now. it had you... to been. Yeah, I just. I hope that it all. She's good. I hope she is able to work through yeah. any and all issues that she Seriously. has, and that you know, because like I said, it's an unfair burden, and it was put there. And I mean, God bless her. I hope. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure the release of this documentary is not going to help. Uh, no. Like, <laughs> no. Might have been the decision deciding factor to go in. I mean, yeah. I feel like, Oof. but. Probably and probably also as some sort of protection from all that. Maybe that yeah. maybe she'll be more That's protected from from the outside forces and from people being exactly. able to badger her and contact her online. She she'll I would, have people that yeah. will protect her and keep all that out. That's a good point because I would assume as soon as it's released, those kids are going to get hammered with Seriously. questions. I mean, yeah. so mm, I can't even imagine. Screw yeah. that. Uh, the next one, SAG AFTRA. Now, they have accused the Academy, which it's apparently true. The Academy has been going around and asking uh, are asking actors not to present awards at other award ceremonies. Yeah. Because they want them for themselves. Right. Like all actors, not just a certain like genre or group right. of people. No, all actors. That's pretty messed up. It is it, it is pretty and, and the wording is very specific. I, I loved SAG extraordinary and unwarranted pressure mm. on actors to not present. Yeah. Like, why? I mean, first of all, we should clarify. I think everybody here, everybody of a part of the podcast now agrees, the Oscars are the pinnacle. Oh, That's yeah. what every actor Huge. is shooting for. The I big mean, one. the SAG actors yeah. nice, the Golden Globes nice. Like, whatever. That's the Super Bowl. But th- that's the Super Bowl, yeah. exactly. That's the one. That's the statue you want. But this idea that the Academy is somehow saying if you expect to present on our right. show, you better not show up at the SAG after awards. Yeah. What? It's really weird, like, man. I, I, mean, I just do not understand. It's like controlling actors. And I mean, it's ugh. That's very uh, old Hollywood. Yeah, yeah exactly. Old Hollywood yeah. Because, I mean, that's something that I've, I've had to learn a lot about with the film history and, mm-hmm. and all aspects of it. Um, you know, and that's a big part of it. It was the control um, and the very, very... Uh, I guess very prolific control of the mm-hmm. actors in every aspect of their lives and what they did and who they yep. dated right. publicly, yep. yeah. 
what they could be in. You know, they weren't even allowed. Like now, actors are so autonomous; they're allowed to to make their own choices. They right. don't have to stick with just Warner or just Disney. They can do whatever they want right. and mm-hmm. go between them. And if you start taking away that control again, that's that's very you yeah. know, reminiscent of the it's, early it, Hollywood days. It's a great point. I mean, it, it, early Hollywood, the biggest stars, the A listers, were still contract players. Yeah. They were locked to a studio. Yeah. The only films yeah. they were allowed to be in is what were being made for them exactly. by the studio. Right. And uh, yeah, I feel uh, like the Academy is just kind of like yeah. For, first of all, and nothing against SAG-AFTRA. I mean, but who watches the SAG-AFTRA awards? What is the Academy uh, yeah. worried I mean, about? Like, I mean, are they being pissy this year because exactly. they don't have a host? Exactly. Like, I mean, well, that's what I was just about to bring up. Like, it's been kind of a crazy year for the Academy. It has. I mean, you got all that drama and heat about the most popular picture award selection, oh, and, <laughs> and then they took that back, and then the Kevin Hart thing, and it's just like. Oh goodness! Oh my God! Guys. I'm so glad. Yeah, that's a great point. I forgot all about that, and we did talk about that on a. See, this is why you have to go back and listen to all of our old episodes because <laughs> there's such good shit. Um, they did that popular. They have had a rough year. Yeah. They've had a rough year. Um, this is what I thought was hilarious, though. Apparently, they're they're scrambling, and I and I read recently, and I feel like this is probably going to happen only because the Oscars air on ABC. ABC is owned by Disney, of course. Marvel is owned by Disney. Mm. So apparently the Oscar producers were scrambling and they were trying to, forgive the pun, assemble the Avengers mm. for the Oscars for help. That would be They're trying epic. to get all of the Avengers together yeah. to present on the Oscars because, you know, to, to help with the ratings because yeah. they don't have a host. Yeah. That's, that's kind of a lot of people, though. I mean, it's it a, lot a lot of people, people. and they that... could be doing. But here's the thing I'm saying I, I think they all say it on an everyday basis. They're basically beholden to disney and marvel yeah. and i feel yeah. like if Iger calls up or kevin feige like, calls hey. up and says hey the oscars they need you yeah i feel like they're coming well i guess that i would mean kind of ease ease it a little bit for the people who have to do it at the last minute at least you don't have to do all of it you may just you have go. a right. part in it and right. you're getting to share it with all these people you worked with before and had fun with before so i think it would be fun to have all of the avengers including chadwick boseman mm. and you know how they introduce the candidates for best picture mm-hmm. I think you assemble the Avengers and they all yeah. with Chadwick present. Yeah. You know, first of all, Black Panther has to get nominated right. for Best Picture. Yeah. But I feel like that's coming. Yeah. But if it is, they should be the ones who introduce the Agreed. clip for you know Black Panther. Have all of the Avengers Agreed. there to do it. And then, I mean, I feel really scary if you don't win. Seriously. But, you know, because yeah. all the Avengers are there. Yeah. But, I mean, that if you're going to do it, that'd be a cool way to exactly. do it. Exactly. Well, saying. I mean, even more so, that'd be cool because superhero movies are the biggest thing out right now. Right. So, I right. mean, you know. See, they know. It's funny how the Oscars always seem to avoid them and yeah, ignore them exactly. when it comes to Oscar but time. But then you're like, But hmm, they need ratings, so mm, who do they call? The ex- fucking superheroes. Exactly. That's who they call. Like, you know, you won't give them the statue, but you'll call them for ratings. <laughs> exactly. Huh. Like, Seems oddly parallel to the films. <laughs> exactly. It's just so crazy. <laughs> oh, the irony. Oh, my goodness. Well, the next one, I know Dustin's pretty excited about this if you want to talk about it a little bit. I'm super stoked about both of these with Aaron Sorkin. I am a huge Sorkin fan. I think he's probably uh, the most brilliant fucking writer on the planet He just came up on uh, Entourage that I just watched. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, don't you love Entourage? I love Entourage. We we could talk about Entourage (laughs) all day. Jeremy Piven, come on the show. (laughs) Jeremy Piven, yes! Uh, We are trying, buddy. Get a contact, man. Get a contact. I mean, we can't even contact you. Uh, Talk to us. Um, Sorkin, though, for anybody who doesn't know, I mean, just so many different things a few good men fucking like west wing mm-hmm. and sports night the newsroom like so count many. social network which we're about to talk so many different things anyway apparently the producer of the social network which mm-hmm. for anybody who doesn't know but i think all of our audience is old enough to remember social network it, it was basically a biopic film about mark zuckerberg and the creation of facebook mm-hmm. um and so now apparently because 
<laughs> Facebook also has had a really rough year um, with <laughs> yeah. all the privacy matters and having to go before Congress and all the kind of like ups and downs because of all of that. Apparently, the producer of the film has been sending relentless emails to both Aaron yeah. Sorkin and David Fincher saying uh, pretty much on an everyday basis, hey, don't you think it's time for a sequel? I mean, a lot of stuff's changed since the end of that movie. Right. Don't you think it's time for a sequel? Yeah. Don't say. And so, and Sorkin finally came out publicly and said, yeah, I think it's probably a pretty good idea. Yeah. He said, I don't know as much about Facebook as I did the first then, time because yeah. I'm I've been doing other things. Huge, yeah. But I do know a lot of stuff has changed, and so I just think it's a brilliant idea. I would love to see Zuckerberg portrayed again, like and how he's dealing with what Facebook has become, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and Jesse Eisenberg playing him again. Because I just want to see him say, "Senator, we sell ads." Yes, <laughs> like yes, <laughs> because the some of the best scenes in the first movie is when he's when he's in court yeah. testifying about yeah. how he didn't steal it and how he was like, "If I had, if I had created, if you had, what did he?" If you had created Facebook, then you would have created Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> like it just very stone kind of yeah. and I yeah, you're right. I can almost see that when he's testifying, Senator, we sell ads. I can't you know? wait to see his robot impersonation. Yes, right? it would be just so brilliant. So but Sorkin seems down for it. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully we can do. And then for anybody and I'm really excited about this. And yeah, I hope this doesn't in any way negatively impact our friends at America 2.0. Yeah. Because I want that wholeheartedly to move forward Seriously. as a series and we're really pulling for that and we're going to be helping promote that all year too but Sorkin has also said he said last December that he loves the idea in the current you know reboot era mm-hmm. to readdress and come back to West Wing he yeah. really thinks that he would love to do it he said if we could get a good idea and it seems like it's going to go and everything that was December well since then he has been seen a lot having meetings and or dinners and or showing up at places with old cast members from the West Wing. Yeah. All of which who have mm. posted saying that the meetings or the dinners are indeed about a West Wing reboot. Yeah. Um, even so much so that Bradley Whitford was just on Good Morning America a couple days ago and they asked him about it and he said, well, I don't want to be the guy that, you know, says you heard it from me first right. on Good Morning America, <laughs> but I will tell you, we all think it's a pretty good idea and I would basically mow Aaron Sorkin's lawn if he asked me to. <laughs> so uh, they're all kind of hinting that this is happening, yeah. that we, they're just kind of working it all out. So I'm so on board with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if the idea goes through Sorkin, apparently way back, Ballyhooed initially this idea that Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us yeah. and so many other great things, yeah. you know, would be the president, the current president. And he'd have an am- administration. He's huge right and, now. Oh, he's massive yeah. right now. And that there would be some sort of monumental national crisis that would. He's seeking counseling from Bartlett, the yeah. old then the old administration. The and that's how they yeah. would work back some of the old players into it or whatever. I think it'd be brilliant. You gotta bring Jimmy Smith back though. Yeah. Because he was the president that got elected yeah. after Bartlett. Exactly. And I feel like so you how would just, he play in it? Yeah, you wouldn't just skip him and go to the other no, guy. I mean, yeah. yeah, I feel like both should kind of be involved, but I'm fingers crossed. Yeah. Anything Sorkin does, I'm there. Yeah. I love I love Sorkin. I think it he's could brilliant. start with an inauguration ceremony or something like See? that. Like, yeah. like the intro into mm-hmm. okay, here's where we are now. Yeah. I mean it would be Everybody just, up. I, I, the show is. I mean, I just finished watching it again, like again. all seven seasons. I just, yeah. I love the show, and that's because of America 2.0. It's mm. like, God, that makes me want to watch West Wing again. Like, like shit. So check that out, by the way. If you haven't checked out America 2.0, yeah. go find well, it. Podcast, it's everywhere. Plenty of real life political fodder to use, which is exactly. why you need to go back and listen to these because it's so much nicer. <laughs> like, so if you don't want to deal with the orange guy, go, go listen to the fun politics. Oh, I mean, my gosh. you're right. To, oh my gosh, this is like day 26 of the shutdown. Uh. 
insane. <laughs> it's insane. It is insane. But CBS Films, the company, plans to focus its entertainment resources strictly on TV and its digital streaming service. Well, even more so, I mean, after the exit of Moonves, and I mean, they saw how CBS CBS All Access is doing successful, so I mean, might as well go full force with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many people realize that CBS did films. Yeah. Like theatrical films. Yeah. I mean, it, it's sometimes, I don't know if you're sitting and watching the trailers yeah. and then t- CBS films. Yes, that CBS. Yeah. Um, they do films. But they did just announce, like J-Lo said, that the they have four more in the canon that are going to be theatrically released. And mm-hmm. then after that, they're done. They're they're folding it the, into the digital division and they're focused solely on yeah. original content for their streaming services. Yeah. Which I think, you're right, J-Lo, I think it had a lot to do with Moonvez's exit yeah. and, and kind of things. And they made no particular bones about it or no, they didn't try to hide it. Their, their reasoning behind it is because they feel like people don't want to watch movies in the theaters anymore except... Except for tent poles. tent poles, blockbusters. Like he said, all of the major studios will spend hundreds of millions of dollars making the Avengers and Mission Impossible and Star Trek, but right. they're spending no money to make the smaller films. Mm-hmm. They're all going somewhere else. And mm-hmm. I think they're right. We've talked about this countless times yeah. on the show. Those are the movies you want to see on the big screen. Exactly. You want to see the Avengers kicking ass on the exactly. big screen. Everything else, you, you kind of do want to just yeah. watch it at home and ha- whenever yeah. you want to. I kind mean, of a thing. for example, I just watched Bad Times at the El Royale. That would have been a perfect streaming movie. Yes. Honestly, yeah. it's really good. It bombed at the yeah. box office, as everybody knows, even though it had Thor in yeah. it. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's a very uh, artistic you know, film. I felt like Hartel, uh, Hotel Artemis with Sterling K. Brown yeah. and Jodie Foster, same thing. Yeah. Brilliant streaming film, but it bombed at the box yeah. office. I, I just, well, both of them. I think the availability of being able to watch it at home is a, a lot of it is also because of the way that people act in public. Right. Like, Agreed. some people are bothered by it more than others. It, it takes a lot to really distract me and take me out of a film, but like, Kevin, you, you crinkle a bag and he's like, like, what are you doing? It really ruins the moment for him. Yeah. And like, it takes him out of it. And that's one of the main things that, that peeves him off whenever we're at a movie is that like, he, you know, he just really hates it when people are inconsiderate and talking and making right. unnecessary noise. And so I think that's a big part of also why people like, especially for more artistic, thoughtful movies like that is you really need to be in it. You need to concentrate. You need to be like in the moment. And that can be hard to do in a theater if you're easily distracted and people are rude around. It's true. Well, even more so artsy films, like they're hit or miss with everyone. Right. Like, so, I mean, there's going to be a certain audience. So, I mean, if you just try it out at home on Netflix, that's free. Right. right, you'll be less pissed because you didn't go to the movie and right. pay twelve dollars. Yeah, so, you 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 know you're if, you're, like, All you're right. not getting up and okay. walking out at home. Yeah, you just flip it Turn to another it movie. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. So um, I mean, I I I like this plan. I do. I do too. Yeah. I do too. And okay, let's be honest. Everybody knows this is coming. Everybody is aware. Hence. NBC mm-hmm. slash Comcast, because for anybody who doesn't know, but if you listen to our show, you know, Comcast owns NBC Universal or yes. whatever. They have recently announced that they too, following in the footsteps of uh, AT&T, Warner, and Disney, and so many, are starting their own streaming service. Shocker. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, to which they plan on focusing original content and filling it with their already produced content yeah. from NBC and Universal films and television shows. Yeah. Um, Here's the kicker, though. They understand that everybody else is doing it and that some people already have a jump start. So their plan to compete with that, theirs is free. And that includes all of their shows. They have a ton of Universal Films and NBC-produced shows that will be free 
on this streaming service that like it's not yeah. like they're coming with some cheesy something you never yeah. heard of. Not only so, will they be free, they'll be yanked from other platforms. Yes, yeah, and, and we're yeah, and we're getting ready to talk about that very interestingly <laughs> because a great competitive transition. edge. Yeah. <laughs> the one that we're the we don't ever do a show where we don't talk about these two giants because it's the battle for Hollywood and the ones that everybody are chasing, That's Netflix right. and Disney. So we'll start with the Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. And I, I guess there is no good news for Netflix here. Nah. Although their stock soared after this it announcement, did. but then they had a shit ton of bad, like the fans yeah. and subscribers Twitter did was not pissed. react. Yeah. Twitter was pissed. But when's so, Twitter not pissed? Yeah. yeah. So let's say, <laughs> interestingly enough, after uh, NBC Comcast announced that, and Disney's already announced that, you know, with their new streaming service coming, after their contracts end with Disney, uh, mm-hmm. Netflix, they're not renewing. So news broke the other day that Netflix is well aware of this. Um, now they're saying they could lose up to 20% of their library by the end of this year and more than 40% of its licensed content by the end of 2020. Damn. So that's almost half yeah. of all of the shit that they have on there gone. Well, when this shit broke, I mean, we were going through Netflix. You got Grey's Anatomy, Breaking yeah. Bad, like Friends, Gilmore Girls, so many. that Huge shows that people tune into droves, exactly. you know? And here's the thing, because the next announcement that they made right after that is that they're increasing their standard price from <laughs> yeah. uh, $10.99 a month to $12.99 yeah. a month, or however you want to look at it, from $11 to $13. It's the biggest increase ever. Uh, one-time increase ever for Netflix. Investors and stock market loved it. Subscribers, not so much. They unloaded, especially interestingly enough, because of Disney. They're like, oh, so you canceled all the Marvel shows and now you're going to raise my price? Like I'm going hell? to Disney Plus as soon as it's available. Fuck yeah. you, Netflix. So it's many people were pissed. basically what all of the tweets were. Yeah. So I feel like they're, they increased the price, this is my opinion, because... They're about to lose 40% of their licensed content, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to either pay out the ass to keep it, like they just did with Friends, yeah. $100 million to keep Insane. Friends, and it wasn't even exclusive. Yeah. Warner AT&T still gets to show it next year. <laughs> right? Like- um, They can't pop out $100 million for every show they want to keep. Exactly. That, so I feel like they are raised their prices because they're trying to generate money now because they're going to have to go almost exclusively original content. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's going to cost money. They're already spending $8 billion this year alone on original content. Yeah. But if you're losing 40% of the licensed content, yeah. I mean, no telling what that's yeah. going to increase to. But I, I must say they are better at the shows than they are the films. So, I mean, I have faith. I have faith because, yeah. I mean, you got to think about Stranger Things, that uh, new show that just came out, You, yeah. is like number one trending on IMDb right now. Yep. Like, just l- stuff like that. So. Which also... And I want to say, because I'm going to about talk really positively about Disney here, but I want to say this about Ted Sarandos and Reed Hastings from Netflix. They saw this coming. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And if you don't They're think they did, you're wrong. It. These guys are visionaries. They have a plan 10, 15 years out. They knew this was coming. They yeah. knew that people were going to eventually try to exactly. copy what they're doing. So I have no doubt in the back of my mind, they've already moved on to what the next thing is going to be. Exactly. Uh, they're already working on that. They've been doing this since 1999. Yeah. Like, it's fine. And let's hope that that is the case because Disney, they're not worried about having to raise subscription prices. They are making a fucking shit ton of yeah. money. As you know, we talked about this on last week's show. They set all kinds of box office records uh, this past year. Thirteen billion dollars in by from from their from their yeah. movies. Seven and a half billion of that was from just three movies alone. Mm. So Insane. they are just like wiping up the ground with with and look, starting March. 
from they're going to have a little three month stretch, March through yeah. July. You got Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and Spider Man Far From Home coming yeah. in that three month stretch. Wow. That's another $3 billion to kick off in the 2019. Exactly. With. Like, like right there. Shit. Potentially more because they're saying Endgame could potentially be the first one to hit $3 three. billion dollars worldwide. I believe it. And yeah, I you mean, you think it'll be, yeah. you'll think it'll, um, for the first weekend, it'll get three hundred million. It could potentially be the first. I mean, shit. The first, the the, the, the last one, Infinity War, it holds the record yeah. now again, and it was almost three hundred yeah. million, two hundred and sixty something million. Yeah. I mean, well, even more so, the anticipation is there. Oh yeah, everybody I is mean, wanting so, it so bad. Oh, I, I, I am. Uh, and, yeah. and Marvel's brilliant lately at doing these little countdowns. Like yesterday, oh, they yeah. released the hundred days, days till end game. I'm like, ooh, shit. <laughs> and then they follow it up with, oh yeah, and here's Spider Man's trailer. Oh, oh shit. God. I'm like, I'm I'm a big kid with it. I, so. But that led to $12.6 billion in total income for Disney in fiscal 2018, up 40% from last year, $9 billion of that profit. It's funny. When you first said wipe on the floor, it put this funny image in my head of like their janitor, like just a normal janitor in the Disney building. He's like using a mop that's made out of like $100 bills. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like seriously. (laughs) And he's wiping up puddles that have like Netflix and all the Uh, other studios on it. Like, yep. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. Uh, and their shares rose 47% uh, to $8.37 yeah. per share. So we talked about this last week too, Bob Iger being a big boy. He said, Huge. I'm a big boy because there was recent news that he had apparently they were trying to rework his compensation yeah. package and he wanted something things. Basically, the board, which by the way, he's the chairman of the board. But anyway, <laughs> the board basically told him, no, sorry, that's not going to yeah. work like that. But we do feel confident in you. But if you want that... You have to do this, 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 and this. Meet the company goals, has to yeah. meet this goal, this goal, this goal. It has to make so much money here and so much. Apparently, he did. Made all of it. Yeah, he must have done. You, <laughs> you heard the numbers we just released. So apparently, he hit all his goals because they announced on the same day that old Bob saw his total annual compensation jump 80% Damn. to $65.6 million mm. last year from a salary the year before of $2.9 million. That's crazy. Um, Overall, this is confusing to me, though. It was boosted by $35.4 million in stock. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, he's going to get $35.4 million. $18 million was from non-equity incentives, meaning if he hit certain benchmarks with money, mm-hmm. he would get that $18 million. $8.3 million in options that he had that he could buy more stock with. Yeah. This is the, the, the tricky math part that I'm not quite sure what this is. Maybe the SEC looks at this. Yeah. I don't know. $1.1 million listed as other compensation. Hmm. What does that mean? I don't know what <laughs> other mean, compensation means. A like jet, a right. right? Like I don't that's an excellent point. I mean, it could be a car. It could be assets, it could be assets yep. that dealing with he gets to do the flying the private jet everywhere. Yeah. I, that's an excellent point. It could be that. A giant gold Mickey Mouse statue. <laughs> right? right. <Seriously>. Like, <laughs> Here's the thing though. Bob knows what he's he he has announced he's staying on, obviously, through the end of the merger. And then I guess now he's through the end of next year because he's gonna stay on. On with the launch of Disney Plus, yeah. my thing is, is when you see them steamrolling the way they're steamrolling and everything that they're, who's taking his place? No. That's where I really think the focus of the board is right now. Is like, fuck, who is going to take? Uh, yeah, yeah. To fill. Iger <laughs> is basically going here. Don't fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly, oddly enough, what Michael Eisner said to Bob yeah. Iger. I know they think I've done things, but here, here. I promise you, don't fuck it up. Exactly. And he didn't. He he took everything <laughs> like, Eisner. I got you. And by the way, that increase in share price and mm-hmm. all that. Eisner's laughing too because his golden parachute was all stock. Uh, yeah, He's exactly. Like, yeah, I'm huge. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> That's Michael Eisner. 
Thank you, Bob. Um, so, great. yeah, it's just the next guy who gets the keys. Mm. Hope it, he knows what he's doing. Under pressure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's like, for real. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> like, you understand oh, everything goodness. we're doing. Exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, talking about under pressure, not really. Uh, Alicia Keys is set to host the Grammys this year. Yeah. That's very exciting. I mean, she's got enough experience. She's yeah. won 15 herself. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, a good choice. The yeah. good yeah. Yeah. Right very there. talented musician. Very positive role model for anyone and everyone, yeah. honestly. And just an unbelievably personable person. Yes. I think she's going to be a great host. Agreed. And I she'll just... probably do it without any makeup on because she's been on like a no makeup <laughs> thing. True. Yeah. And you can't even tell. Yeah, she's, no. like, no. she's gorgeous. She's uh, be- yeah. more beautiful without the makeup. Seriously. It's <laughs> Like, it's really the awesome. 61st annual Grammy Awards, all natural. Oh, like, you know, natural. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Well, no more... one's allowed to wear makeup. That's right. <laughs> no one. Uh, some more exciting news. Maroon 5 is set to headline the Super Bowl show, but he's being a com- they are being accompanied by Travis Scott and outcast member Big Boy. And it's in Atlanta this week. It or is. in Atlanta this year, right? Yeah. It is in Atlanta. So that makes sense because Outcast is from Atlanta. Right. It so totally even makes more sense. So. Uh Maroon Five had long been rumored. Yeah. You know, and then they finally officially announced it. So uh, one thing I saw uh yesterday, which I thought was extremely interesting, and I'm like, why? But apparently Travis Scott, before he agreed Talk to Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah. Well, one, he did something really smart that I appreciated. He asked the the NFL to make a donation to a charity. I like that. And yeah. he said, "I'll do it if you do that." And they, uh, but then, yeah, I heard yesterday that he also apparently reached out and asked permission. Yeah, they, from mm. Colin Kaepernick, if it if, would he be okay if he performed? I'm like, what? It's, that's like, really. I weird. can maybe understand like saying, "Hey, I want to make sure that I do this in a way that's positive for the movement that right. we both support." I can understand that. And like being like, hey, just want to make sure you know that like I'm keeping these things right. in mind. Right. But to be like, can I please? Is it okay? Yeah, I feel and I feel like <laughs> asking it because like what if what if Colin had said no? Exactly. I feel like he wasn't gonna do it, which is why I used the get permission. Yeah. I mean, what if he had said I don't support you doing exactly. this? Was he gonna not do it? Exactly. Like, I mean, like it's different if y'all are both friends and you approach him because I mean we all know his situation with the NFL. Right. So like if you approach him and be like, Hey, this is gonna happen and it's gonna be huge for me and what I'm donating to right. the charity, but yeah, asking that's really weird. It's really weird. Yeah, I mean, and, and now I'm just wondering, are they going to be working in taking a knee during right, the, like, the whole performance oh thing? You know, I just I don't know. I don't know because that I mean, as much as I could see that being possible, I can also see that that's I don't know. Is is very controversial. A lot of people get very a lot of people get very upset about it. Yeah, not necessarily because of why they're doing it, but because of the whole national anthem thing. That's yeah. really where the controversy lies. Is that it's not that you're making a statement about you know police brutality or the way that people are treated or anything like that. It's, it's the about fact the that national anthem. It's about right. the anthem. I and, feel like though, while I do think maybe the majority of the people tuned in watching would get pissy about that, I feel like they're going to have a very fan friendly towards that movement being yeah. in Atlanta I feel like that yeah. you know it might go well in the stadium but not so much around the world with the yeah. viewers right. I so. mean keep in mind that if they take a knee if they just even do the first couple bars of the national anthem and take a knee yeah. during the performance you're forgetting that this is broadcast to all of our armed exactly. forces overseas you know exactly I, I think that would be a bad move yeah just putting that out there exactly. hey did you guys know they still made vinyl I mean well I do now <laughs> since y'all have record players that's I mean. right that's right um. They, yeah. Newsflash: They never stopped making vinyl. Never knew this. And for the thirteenth year in a row, they have grown in sales. It's insane. Thirteen years in a row. Yeah. But even more so, I mean, it makes sense that 
the the people are leading the sales are the older bands like the Beatles, Pink Floyd, David Bowie. But I mean, Panic at the Disco is yeah, in Panic there at too. the Disco apparently did yes, pretty good. But I mean, it it seems like it's more about the actual sounds of the yeah. instruments yeah. and how yeah. it is. Like, because I mean, with streaming nowadays, like and eh, like with rap example, like. I feel like no one really cares about getting right. a rap album on vinyl. Yeah, because you bring up a good point. Some of the, in the top ten, there was a lot. There was the Who, Fleetwood Mac, mm-hmm. like all of these bands that are known for live concerts exactly. and perform- And I feel like the albums that are probably doing really well are their live performance albums. Exactly. You know, because and on vinyl, you do you get the scratches, you get the sounds exactly. from the stadium, you get all the kind of stuff you just don't get on that crystal clean digital. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, I not think, surprising. I think there are certain forms of. Uh, of technology that even if they are outgrown and there are other ways that are more prevalent and more dominant, um, there are certain ones that just cannot be fully replaced and don't ever really go away. And I think film is one of those too. Agreed. Absolutely. Even though it's not the dominant one anymore and there's a lot of reasons to go with a more digital platform, there's still also reasons to go back to film. Yeah, and agreed. So. absolutely. And I like that you bring that up because Newsflash, that hasn't died. A lot of people think they don't make movies on film anymore. Right. They like, do. Exactly. There are still filmmakers who shoot on film. Exactly. So, I mean, it's still there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, amazing, amazing. Now, this next thing I'm interested in, uh, he's not the first one to do this, but Drake has finally signed a deal with a Las Vegas casino win and he's going to set to perform at the nightclub at least 10 times a year uh, for the next few years, and he's supposed to get paid $10 million for it. Yeah, so he's, I guess he's basically like getting... Uh, Celine Dion, yeah. Elvis, like yeah. those type people. Yeah. I mean, I mean you know who really started that is the Rat Pack. Yeah. yeah. They they Frankie. set up shop and stayed in Vegas and performed at certain casinos for yeah. throughout the year and got paid a shit ton of money. Um, and I know old young view, the uh, Rat Pack, the Frank Sinatra, Sammy yeah. Davis Jr., Peter Lawford, those guys, um, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin and stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, probably more recent, the Elvis. Yeah. He was like, you know, he signed that big lucrative, I'm yeah. going to stay in Vegas Celine and do Dion, shows. Um, Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Uh, like, Shania Twain. There's yeah. tons of them now that do it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and there's, there's, there's benefits and reasons behind it. I can understand after a while, if you don't want to tour anymore, you've already been around the whole world about 50 times. Yeah. Right. And you just want to stay in one place for a while, but still make really good money. Cause right. apparently it's a lot of money. Um, there's a stand up routine by Patton Oswalt, where he talks about one time he did a, a Vegas routine and, he basically just stood up there and people screamed things that he had been in at him. And oh my like, goodness. Yep. And they were like, ah! He kept yeah. screaming and he got paid a lot of money. Not <laughs> even to tell what jokes, the hell? just to be there. It's and, true, yeah. And, and, and you know, they get put up in the place that they're staying at and putting on the show and they get all the perks and luxuries from that. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, I, why not, right? I mean, exactly. Take a nice little break, but you still stay yeah. in the limelight. I mean, exactly. it worked for Britney Spears. Yeah. I mean, and she's apparently he's moving there too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so, good for you, bro. Yeah. I'm, I real. wonder if he's an American citizen. Because you know he's from Canada, so he's from um, Toronto. So, hey, hey, (laughs) well done, Hoser. uh, Yeah, because I mean, you know, he started off on uh, Degrassi, that Canadian TV series. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But yeah, good industry news. Holy shit! All right, now it is time for our guest segment on our big fiftieth episode, and it's only right to have our forever guest Rebecca Kennedy back on the show. Exactly, fifth time. We're not kidding. Forever guest. Exactly. I mean, she is amazing. Exactly. Fifth time. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Fifth time. Mm-hmm. She was one of our very first guests. Yeah. You know? Honestly, and she's you know, been especially now she's... one of our very first huge guests. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. without doubt, and yeah. It's funny because I I don't know if this is on purpose or how it's playing out, but she <laughs> seems to be dropping on all the biggies. Yeah, every tenth episode, the thirtieth, the fortieth, the fiftieth, she's like in every big yeah. episode. Like, yeah, 
You know she'll be on the hundredth. She has to be on the hundredth <laughs> yeah, with like, Oprah. Can, with let's Oprah. get Oprah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we'll have Rebecca Kennedy, our forever guest, and Oprah. Exactly. That'd be epic. Oh, All right, she's so probably calling epic. in. Hold on. Let's do it. Hello. Hello, it's Rebecca. Hey. Hey. Welcome hey. to the fiftieth episode. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Thank, thank you. you. Well, we were talking about it at the top of the show. It was so crazy because it's exactly a year ago today that we did the very first one that we recorded the very first one. So. Oh wow. Yeah. It kind of played out really weird, but yeah. here we are a know, year right? later. Like, people, people must like us. They haven't gotten rid of us yet. So. <laughs> well, that's good. It's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I, well, and hugely in part to you. I, I mean, we've been, we said this at the top of the show, but since you're joining us today, we just want to say thank you personally for all the stuff you do for. I mean, you've Seriously. been absolutely amazing supporting us on social media and all the stuff. And I mean, five times, we just said in the intro, this is your fifth time on the show. Mm-hmm. Can't even thank wow. you enough for being on the show five times. That's awesome. Oh, well, thanks for keeping having me back. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a blast. We get such a good response yeah. every time you're on the show. Honestly. So, I mean, your your fan base is huge, <laughs> yeah. and they love it. So, yeah. I mean, and our listeners, we just great. We, yes. can't, we can't have you on enough. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Our, our goal for the 100th show is to have you and Oprah on the show. That's right. <laughs> All right, that's well. right. We're shooting one the one hundredth episode. Rebecca Kennedy, Oprah Winfrey. I, I mean, it, it only makes sense. <laughs> exactly, uh, it, it really does. Only makes sense. Oh my god! I don't goodness. know if I want to follow her though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it'll be great. We'll have you guys on together. You guys, it'll awesome. It'll We're gonna great. be out in L.A. at that point. We'll no. just bring Oprah out to L.A. <laughs> right, you guys like, will be in the studio. Yeah. We'll be together. It'll be great. <laughs> good. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, so we're really excited because. Uh, anybody who follows you on social media, and we know a ton of people do, and a lot of our listeners do, and we do, so we want to talk to you because we saw recently that you just dropped a little teaser trailer for a new film that you're in, right? Yes, yes, I did. Yes, Limbo, right? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, well, fair. let's talk about that a little bit. What's it about? And what? Well, obviously, we know, for anybody who listens, we all know, sometimes they can say some stuff, sometimes they can't. Right. So it's, like, it's a fine what, line. That's right. What can you tell us? Uh, let's get into it a little bit. Right. Um, yeah, I can't give too much away on uh, what I who I play, what I play, who I play. (laughs) I'm a person. (laughs) Well, good. But yeah, basically it's about a murderer who uh, finds himself on trial in hell. So he's, yeah, on trial to basically see if he's going to go to hell or to heaven. Um, And that's basically the plot without giving too much away because I'm not exactly sure what I'm allowed to say yet. (laughs) Right. I don't want to give anything away. But I can say that um, Anna Lou Temple is uh, the guy, the guy that's the murderer that's on trial. And I play someone from his past is all I can say. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Well, the trailer looks just like crazy. I mean, I, I was like, oh yeah, this looks really interesting. Yeah. Really. The whole premise is interesting. I mean, he's on a trial to see if he goes to hell. Like, uh, yeah, it, right. it had me questioning all kinds of things. Is like, is like, did he already? Is the soul already promised, or is this something that is going down? You know, because I mean, we hear all these old things about this kind of a premise where, uh oh, you you got this in exchange for your soul for the devil, kind of a thing. So yeah, it made right. me thinking like right away, why is he on trial to go to right. hell? Right. So yeah. It's definitely yeah. Well, I, I don't want to give any of that away, so you'll have to watch the movie. Exactly. But, uh, of course, James, of course. James Purfoy plays uh, Lucifer, and he uh, he's great. So oh, man. I'm excited to see it all come together um, as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Just even in the trailer, you look creepy as hell. You 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 are like in these like dark, gritty movies and roles. I I love that about uh-huh. you. It, it's just yeah. yeah, it's so amazing. And yet, in like real life, you're so bubbly and happy. Right? <laughs> it's like it's I amazing. <laughs> 
It's very different. Yeah, it's like, will somebody put this girl in a comedy? Like, I mean, <laughs> I know someday. Um, yeah, someday. Exactly. Movie, uh, yeah. My character is in hell and they bring her up to basically testify on his, at his trial. Wow. 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 Nice. Okay. Yeah. So gives a little clue about the character. Doesn't right. it? She's already in hell. Okay. I mean, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah. So I am, I am, Dead, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. I see. I see. So, so just to be fair, let's clarify. We have learned Rebecca Kennedy plays a dead person in Limbo. In Limbo. Uh, in limbo. That's right. So, and <laughs> um, and she's in hell. Yes. So done. You're gonna have to watch to learn anything else. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Any idea yes. when it's coming out or what the release uh, is gonna be? Uh, any any word on that yet? I don't know. I know um, that they are submitting to festivals now. I, I believe it's gotten into one, but we're not allowed to say what yet. Awesome. Um, and then hopefully more. And then you know the goal, obvious, always is to somebody to buy it. Absolutely. And get released somewhere. So we'll see. Um, it's got a great cast. So hopefully. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Leo Rebecca Kennedy's in it. <laughs> I mean, of course, it's a great cast. Rebecca Kennedy's in it. Um, all right. Well, I mean, obviously, everybody follow Rebecca on uh, social media. That's the best way of to keep course. up with the project and the film. And when it does take its path and wherever it is released, we're going to have to have you back on to talk about it because then you can tell us all kinds yes. of stuff about it. Yeah. Once it's out, then I can absolutely more. Yeah, yeah, I can divulge more. Okay, the sixtieth episode. The sixtieth episode, maybe. <laughs> Who knows how that'll work? Hopefully, we don't yeah, know. Hopefully, it's out this year. I'm assuming it will be, but um, you never know with movies. Exactly, right. you, it's yeah. so true. Now, we like you said, we 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 do follow you, and so we also noticed, and we have to ask. I'm betting we're going to get a whole lot of. I can't tell you, yeah, but, a whole lot of dodging. Yeah, uh, what were you doing on the CBS lot? <laughs> oh yeah, I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, it's actually, uh, for anyone that's listening that's a struggling actor, um, like myself and, you know, many others that are still working their way up, um, I am, not to jinx myself, currently um, up for a role in something. Oh, snap. That's all I can say. I can't, <laughs> I haven't officially booked it yet, so, um, but it's it's been a, uh, a long wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. So is it a person? <laughs> <laughs> it is a person. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, best of luck. And if they're Thank smart, you. they're going to give it to you. They're going to you're going to book it because you're amazing. You. And and hopefully, and I'm guessing it's something everybody's going to see. Correct. I mean, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Excellent. Yes. All right. Well, you're definitely but, coming you know. back on. I'm confident. I'm going to say it right now. I'm not going to jinx it. You're going to get it. You're going to come back on and tell us all about it when you get it. Yes. Well, thank you. It's it's always a, you never know, because it can definitely very much go the other way. It can. It can. um, You know. But But you're Rebecca Kennedy, and you're our forever guest, and we believe in you. It's going to happen. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I like to share those kind of things, because everyone goes through it. Absolutely. Um, You know, and I love, it's one of the main reasons we like having you on, because we did get so much positive feedback from your your appearances on the show about what you share, and because we do have so many listeners mm -hmm. that are trying to go out there and trying to make it in this industry, be it in Atlanta or in New Orleans or out in LA, and and you give such valuable advice. Agreed. And and you share show you know that it's a constant every day you got to work at it you got to put it into your craft and and i think you just do an amazing job at sharing that with people it's one of the main reasons i think people enjoy having you on the show so much oh thank you i 
Yeah, I um, when I went to back to Texas for the holidays, I did a workshop for a acting studio there. They brought me in and um, I talked to, you know, aspiring actors for like two hours with questions. And it's, you know, I, I try to be encouraging, but also as realistic and show, um, you know, real, realistic view on the industry and not that it's easy. And that's, Oh, it's just, you do this and that and then you're a star. Like it's not, it doesn't quite work like that. And so I try to be encouraging, but yet, I want to show how it actually is as well. Absolutely. I love that too. Like, like I said, I can't say this enough. Follow Rebecca on Instagram and Twitter and you'll see all this stuff. Yeah. Great posts from that. From yeah. that. And, and yeah, they were, I like, she had a little hat on and like, she was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you see real Rebecca in these pictures and everything. It's really great. True. Uh, <laughs> very true. It was very cold. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you could tell. I'm not going to say you could tell, but you could tell you were a little chilly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, you know, I, that's another thing that that I know JLo and I love, and and all of us here. It's just we were talking about this literally before before the show started. That you have been so gracious. You you really like have have always been there for us. And I feel like when you just did the actors workshop there, now you you have got to be one of the kindest, most approachable, gracious people I've ever met. Seriously, uh, I mean, you, if you can do it, you will do it. Yeah. I feel like you know it's and and we. I know everybody else that you must do these type things with appreciate it, and we can't thank you enough for that because it's rare. I'll be honest with you. It's rare these days to find somebody who's so gracious with their time and, and is, is willing to do things. And, I mean, we, we can't thank you enough for that. Oh, of course. I appreciate you um, having me on. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do what we can. That's we right. do what we can. That's right. So uh, uh, how's the hubby? Uh, how's the cooking? <laughs> Uh, he's good. No, he's good. Yeah, he's just he's working hard as always. So. There you go. Been, there you go. Good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, to be sure to tell him we said hello. Yes, I will. For All sure. right. So what's you? What else you got going on? We know you got the whole audition thing going on, and hopefully getting booked for the CBS thing. What else is going on? Um, just auditioning. It's um, it's pilot season, so mm-hmm. we're gonna see what happens it's a grind man it, it really is, is. <laughs> that that pilot season man we've heard so many things yeah. about the pilot season I seriously mean, now, a... now switching it up a little bit i want to get your opinions on something because i've heard mixed opinions about this mm. what did you think about the new mary poppins movie um i liked it really i thought it was um i thought it was fun and yeah it played a nice you know to the first but it was also its own movie yeah you know i i just wanted to go in and have a good time and yeah. enjoy it and that's what i did so yeah. i i thought it was great that's awesome so emily blunt did it justice i think so that's um, awesome I thought she was really fun and um i loved seeing dick van dyke at the end like, yes uh, anyone hasn't seen it but, that's so epic um yeah I, I just thought they had a lot of fun and that's what i wanted out of the movie very nice Excellent. very nice what is your most anticipated movie coming out this year yeah, well, the 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 must see for Rebecca Kennedy. Oh gosh, that's tough. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> to see Glass that's coming out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think too. on Friday. Yeah, yeah. And then um, <clears throat> I'm excited for the next Avengers, like the last Endgame. Yes, yes. huge. Um, Captain I Marvel. Else. I know there's so 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 many. Yeah, Captain Marvel. There's so many good movies coming out. It's true. Um, all Disney. All think. Disney. It's true. <laughs> so okay, I, I I just love because she's so, she's so up to date. She you know. Were you as shocked by the Golden Globes as we were? Well, I mean, I was I was kind of like I mean I I loved the Green Book, so I was happy that it had the success that it had. But I I'll be honest, I was shocked that A Star Is Born kind of did not do what everybody thought it was going to do. I was shocked. Yeah, you know, I thought they were going to probably sweep a lot of them. Yeah, um, but it's you know it's tough. 
I've watched um, most of the movies now, um, <clears throat> and it's really some stiff competition. I mean, uh, Rami Malek and Bohemian Rhapsody is incredible. Oh, yeah. He I mean, really is incredible. And I really liked Green Book. Like, performances are fantastic. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't really know what to expect, but it's, it has it's funny, too, you know, which I really appreciated. But yet it shines a light on a really um, real issue and a beautifully true story um and then you know star is born was great too it's really stiff competition i mean it, i'm i'm voting for the sag awards and i'm not sure who i'm gonna vote for yet. oh there you go Everybody yeah it's really really good so it's, it's tough okay so we got to ask then because you just brought it up and I, this whole controversy <laughs> with sag after you know saying that basically the academy is kind of strong arming people not to present at the other award shows what what is yeah. that what i mean what are your thoughts on that that's crazy to me like that they would even like do that yeah i'm i'm not sure if they're thinking like nobody wants to see the same stars over and over but i don't i don't think anyone cares i mean right. i don't think the audience the general audience is watching cares if you see the same people presenting i mean we just we're supporting the actors so for me it shouldn't matter who if you presented this you should be able to present it the other like i don't think it should matter agreed um, exactly you know we're just we're supporting everyone that's there so yeah well our then, co- then people feel like they can't accept you know to present and it shouldn't they shouldn't feel like they have to choose right exactly yeah. exactly well our co-host uh tavia brought up a good point that's really like controlling the actor's life like it kind of takes it back to kind of like old hollywood you know right yeah so it's it's a crazy situation it It really is it really is and i you know for me i'm a big fan of the sag after awards because it's like the the ensemble like they give awards for ensemble casts which Mm -hmm. i feel like a a lot of these other award shows you get best actor or best actress or best supporting and it's like but they those performances don't happen without the rest of the people so i love the fact that the entire cast is awarded in and yeah i'm a fan of the sag after awards yeah i like that too it's so it takes everyone to make a good movie absolutely absolutely i know she's fantastic she (laughs) She is is. she's fantastic she's an honorary (laughs) member of team fantastic that's it right now Well, get her her Funko. Right. Said, we got to add her to the Funko. Hell yeah. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look at our social media. Yeah. Okay. So uh, top five. We, we're hoping you're going to join us for the top five. We're excited about it. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> this week's category uh, or top five musicians that have acted in film or television. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. So am, I, am I starting or is someone else starting? <laughs> <laughs> we'll start it because we'll save the best for last. That's you're right. the best. That's right. <laughs> All right, Tavia, you go first. Okay, um, <laughs> this one was this one was an interesting one to think about. Um, it really was, and there are a lot of good ones. Um, one of my favorites, though, I, I I kind of prefer his acting over his uh, music um, is Tom Waits. Mm. Wow, I didn't even yeah, think no, of him. that. That's a yeah. random, just out there one. Yeah. Okay. I actually just saw him, and I barely recognized him too in a Netflix film. The now I'm blanking on it. The one. They just brought it out. It's like an anthology. It's like a Western anthology. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Buster Scruggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah Scruggs. that one, yeah. That one. He's got his own story. Wow, in wow. Oh, nice. And so I just saw him recently, so he was fresh in my brain, but I've seen him in a lot of other stuff, and he's always that, the that's craziest epic. character. Um, so he's definitely at the top. Um, Will Smith. Yeah, yes. I love yeah. Will Smith. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I we were saying this earlier when we came up with that we're probably going to get a lot of repeats. Uh, yeah, on this one, but that's yeah. okay. It's all right. Yeah, and I really I love his music and his acting. Yeah, exactly. Equally talented in both. Exactly. Um, 
Justin Timberlake is very yeah. much the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, Got sure. yeah, we yeah, put yeah, a no, bet on that no, one. We were like, yeah. everybody's going to have yeah. that one. <laughs> I mean, but he's, he really is so good at both. I almost didn't want to accept him as an actor when I first saw him and something. I'm like, oh, really? Right. Yeah. Saying, if you haven't seen acting. Trouble with the Curve, by the way, yet, uh, that's by far I think his best role well and the one that I really got some respect for him in is Black, Sna- Black Snake Moan yeah agreed Ooh, yeah. really solid in that one too incredible in that that's when I was like okay yeah. Yeah. alright <laughs> it's all like is there anything are- you can't do yeah like all my doubts are gone <laughs> okay, this guy's amazing um <laughs> So, and funny too when you see him on yeah, SNL. No, yeah, he's great. Seriously. Like I said, um, he does everything. <laughs> so also Queen Latifah, mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah. I really Queen, like yeah, her yeah. as an actress and a musician. Um, yeah. Even though she really seems to be doing a little bit more, but like I saw her in Chicago and she was singing mm-hmm. and she was acting. She's just she's great. Good one. Um, Ice Cube. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ice Cube. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then this one, eh, I'm gonna throw it in as like a little extra bonus one because. I don't know if you really consider him that much of a musician. No offense, but Marky Mark. Though he didn't really have as much of an established music career as the other people. I think he's much better suited for acting and comedy and all that. He's really good at all that. Um, I don't know why his music career didn't didn't do as well, but you know, you know, Tavia, not a member of the funky. Bunch. <laughs> no. I'm not, I'm really not, but I am a fan of Mark Wahlberg. That is what it is. And, no, yeah, he is a phenomenal actor. I and, mean, he really is. And, it, and he plays a really, really good straight guy. Like, one of the first things I, I remember seeing him in was that, um, no, I'm, I can't remember names today, but the movie with Will Smith where they're both cops. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I saw him in that. He plays such a good straight man. He is a good straight man. And, yeah. It's true. And they, they, I mean, they've done other things together too, but um, they're, they're a good combo as well. I like that. Yeah. So. Great. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, I have Emily's. Okay. So I'll say Emily's. She has Taylor Momsen. Mm. Huge fan. Yes. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Rihanna. Eminem. And Will Smith. Rihanna. Yeah. And Eminem. I, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people forget, other than 8 Mile, but yeah, Rihanna. Yeah. I, that's an obscure one right there. I know. Good I job, Lil Cam, because I, I wasn't even thinking. Now I'm thinking, oh yeah, Battleship. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. like Ocean's 8. Like, Ocean's 8, the, that's right. Yeah, she rocked it in that one. She did. Uh, for mine, I have Will Smith, Justin Timberlake, Mark Wahlberg, Ice Cube, and Common. Especially Common, because I feel like he's a really, really solid actor and a really, really solid rapper. But, oh, yeah, uh, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would agree with you. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Of course, I've got Justin Timberlake. Also, mm-hmm. I think Justin Timberlake. Um, I have Zoe Kravitz. Oh, nice. You know, a lot of people. I don't know if a lot of people know she's got a, her own rock band and like is just like Daddy. Yeah. I mean, she's out there hardcore. Yeah. She's she's a phenomenal singer. Epic. We all know she can act, but she's a phenomenal singer too. Um, I also had Taylor Momsen because I'm a huge fan of Taylor Momsen and pretty reckless also um so i had to uh and then i'm going a little bit more old school because mm-hmm. it's me uh sting mm. i think sting is a great actor who doesn't get dune if you yeah. go back and watch dune and that sting's a phenomenal actor and then the granddaddy of them all the godfather old blue eyes frank mm-hmm. sinatra for That's me a good one. I, I mean i have to do frank yeah i mean great actor great singer i mean epic top of the line it's a good list it is a good list mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. all right rebecca no pressure <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess my first one's probably not too surprising. Uh, Lady Gaga. Oh yes. Yeah. It's born. so funny that we were just talking about Stars Born. We've been talking for weeks. Yeah. We how much we love a Stars Born. We didn't even mention her. Didn't even like, mention her. <laughs> good yeah, job, Rebecca. Her. Nice save. But she was great. I you know wasn't really knowing 
didn't really know what to expect as you right. know for her as an actor, but I thought she she and Bradley Cooper had really great chemistry together. And well, you know what they I great. mean, and you can speak to this as an actress and an actor. They, they say you know the, sometimes the best performances are are when you pull it from stuff your real life exactly. and, and you put a piece of you into the role and the character. Right. I feel like that whole storyline was her. Yeah. Uh, you know, that we want you to be this pop star, but you're really just this singer and, and going through the whole of what the industry was. I felt like she was so phenomenal in the role. Cause she was really just pulling from her own yeah. experience. I felt like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure she could relate, you know, greatly to the struggle of, you know, wanting to be this, you know, wanting to be a singer and have, you know, wanting people to notice that. And I'm sure definitely, I'm sure she could probably definitely draw from that. Definitely. Use that in her performance. And she was great. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I have uh, David Bowie because I love the labyrinth. Yes. Um, I have Lenny Kravitz because I really liked him in the hunger game. So we've got the Kravitz family done. Okay. (laughs) Um, I have Mandy Moore because I think she's really great. Yes. Oh my God. Mandy Moore. Think, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. I know. It's, you tend to forget that she's like, oh yeah, she's the singer. Yeah. No, because you watch This Is Weekend, you know, This Is Us every week and you're bawling your eyes out and you see what a phenomenal actress she is. It's like, oh yeah, she yes, sings. She sings. Shit. Yeah. But she sings on the show. Yeah. How can we forget I that? Know, right? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you once again, Rebecca. <laughs> And uh, then I have Beyonce as my fifth. There you yes, go. Yes, Beyonce. She's a great dream, dream girls. So. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Epic uh, list. Yeah. And she she basically saved us. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, there were obvious people yeah, that we that just we didn't just even missed. think. And Rebecca's like, you, let me put these people <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, we got right. you. I'll yeah, say right. it. And I feel like now we should get the Kravitzes on the show. Right. I mean, hello. Both of them got a shout out. I'm just saying we should get the Kravitzes on the show. We'll bring them in together. Yeah. Lisa can come. Lisa Bonet can come. It'll yeah, be great. It'll, it'll be, be fine. <laughs> All right, Rebecca. Thank you so much. We know we know you got a busy schedule this afternoon, so we're not going to hold you very long. But we cannot thank you enough again for always being here for us, always coming on the show and joining us, and having such a good time. And you are just an amazing person from top to bottom. And we just love you to death. And we every ten episodes, you can guarantee we're bringing you on. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank our, you so our, much for having me. Yeah, I'm of course. Happy to be your forever guest. Yeah. Absolutely. That that is never going away. We're going to send you a T-shirt. Yeah. We're, we're getting new t-shirts made it'll have inside the crazy ant farm on the front hashtag forever guest on the back yeah send it out that'll be your special one that's right (laughs) sounds good all (laughs) right well listen take care and uh definitely we'll like i said we'll plan on having you back on when you can talk more about limbo and you gotta let us know we'll be following you of course but you gotta let us know about what happens with the cbs stuff i will and hopefully i'll have more to talk about next time awesome No, you're great. You can come on and talk about like butter, anything, and yeah. I think it would be great. I mean, it, you know, it's completely fine. <laughs> yeah, I burnt butter last night, so the husband took over cooking. It was great. It I was mean, fun. it'll be yeah. a huge episode. Like. <laughs> yeah, probably your, one of your best. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take care, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much. Uh huh. Bye bye. Bye. She's awesome. She's, we can talk to her about anything. Anything. Industry She's, news. I mean, what she thinks yeah. about movies. Like you know, you know why? Because beyond just being such a phenomenal actress, and obviously she's killing it and yeah. she's taking the time she she she's just a regular person exactly she's like i go see movies i cook exactly. I do she's just a great person exactly like, I mean, and i think those are the people that are for all of our listeners out there like rebecca said i i just i think those are the people who are most successful mm-hmm. the people who are just real agree i'm not out here to be you know a, Anything, a star yeah. a celebrity i just i'm trying to do what i love and be a real person exactly and i think kudos to her Fantastic. completely agree thank you again for coming on the show our forever guest, Rebecca Kennedy. All right, now it's time for the word of the day. Our sound man, Chris, is not here this week because he's hustling and bustling, doing his thing up in Jackson. So 
We picked up the little slack. What we got for him? All right. All right. I thought this one was interesting because sometimes, sometimes the word of the day isn't exactly clear. Yeah. So <laughs> my word of the day today is elucidate. Elucidate. <laughs> and elucidate means simply to make something clear or explain in a manner of which is easy to understand. <laughs> there we go. Elucidate. Elucidate. It just, it was just, it has a Latin origin from the mid 16th century. That's where it was first used. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. Just kind of a play on, you know, sometimes we're not always right there where you understand what we're trying <laughs> yeah, to say. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to the best of us. It does. It really it does. does. It really does. Well, we want to introduce a new segment this week and that we're going to start doing on every show. This day in history where we go back in the past and just bring up some amazing things that happened in the entertainment industry on this date. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about this one. So yeah. uh, good point. Entertainment industry. So it's n- it's not going to be about the same thing every time. Yeah. we're. G- I mean, it could be music. It could be film and television. Yeah. It could be... Um, something that had to do with studio systems. It could right. be digital. It mm-hmm. could be the the day the VCR was created. We, <laughs> right. we don't know. Like, exactly. It's going to be all over there, though. So today, though, I am going to go with a couple of film and TVs because today was a big day in history. Yeah. In 1962, on this day in 1962, shooting began on the very first James Bond film. Holy shit. Dr. No. Yeah. Hugely successful franchise, yeah. as we know. Still going on today. Yeah. 1962, Sean Connery, Dr. No. That's epic. So that was pretty epic. Yeah, seriously. And And here we are now. (laughs) Yeah, and here we are now, exactly. And on this day in 1973, let's switch it over to television. After 440 episodes, first of all, let's think about that. You're lucky if you can get through 26 before you're canceled nowadays. yeah. 440 episodes, the Cartwright family (laughs) saw their final ride into the sunset. The last episode of Bonanza was aired on uh, NBC 1973. that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And let's hope that someday, way down the line on somebody else's podcast or whatever venue now you put stuff out there, way down in the future, they say... On this day in 2018, the very first podcast of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Hell yeah. I, who knows? I mean, I mean we, seriously, could we could be. The goal I'm is excited. bigger than the mouse. It, the, the goal is to be bigger than the mouse. Exactly. That's right. So I'm excited about this. We're going to continue to keep doing this every week. Hell yeah. Maybe even get some from the listeners. If you guys have a big event that you're aware yeah. of that happened in entertainment, uh, let us know. Yeah. On this day, this happened. Definitely. We'll be more than happy to share it because we think it's going to be a fun new segment. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And let's switch it over to the box office predictions. Man, it's been hard, okay? I'm not even going to lie. It's been pretty hard. The only thing I got right with the numbers and the right spot is the uh, A Dog's Way Home, which is number three. I predicted 10 to 15 million, and it got 11.3. Mm. That's the only one I got right. Yeah. <laughs> the upside, I want to say... You predicted this last week. You said Thank it. You. You, Thank you. Uh, not a problem. Thank I'll you. acknowledge it. I'll acknowledge <laughs> it. You you said it was going to dethrone Aquaman, which it did. It got twenty point four million, which that's pretty good. I yeah. want to see it. I want to see it yeah. too. And I it mean, even shows that controversy around Kevin Hart. It didn't stop people from going to see it. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about it real brief last week. Controversy either is going to keep them away or send them in droves to it. Yeah, it looked like it sent them in droves to it. Yeah, you know exactly, exactly. And number two, Aquaman. It's still up there. I mean, seventeen point four million. It's still kicking, man. Yeah, it did cross the one billion dollar mark did. worldwide this past weekend too. So I it think it's did. all right. I, I mean, right. oh my goodness. And like I 
I said, A Dog's Way Home got number three. And spinning that a little local, at our local um, movie theater, if someone was going to go watch that movie, they would come out and they would see... The movie theater partnered with the Humane Society, so if you came out, you could adopt a dog. Right. That's that, really cool. Which is great. Yeah. Because, you know? I mean, so many abandoned animals just for yeah. no reason. Hey, come on, guys. Don't go to pet stores and don't go, you know, to these breeders. and that. Rescue dogs mm-hmm. are the best. Seriously. If you want a pet and a companion that's just going <laughs> right. to love you forever no and be what. so thrilled it's got a home, get a rescue dog. Go exactly. to your local SBCA and, and get a rescue dog. Exactly. Exactly. And number four last week was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Universe, which I was surprised about because instead of this one, I had Mary Poppins, but mm. apparently people really freaking love this and movie. And I'm going to tell you something. Let me let me see if I can get another one oh, right shit. for next week. <laughs> I think that when, I, let me not say next week, but when it comes out in July, yeah. I think the massive success of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is going to send people in droves to go see the new live-action Spider-Man yeah. film that might not have gone to see it otherwise. That's a good point. I mean, Spider-Man Homecoming did really well yeah. because it's now Marvel. Right. You know, and no doubt the new film is also going to get a big bump from Endgame, mm-hmm. you know. But I really do. I think a lot of people yeah. that maybe weren't Spider-Man fans are now huge Spider-Man fans yeah. because of this film. Exactly. So. And number five was Escape Room with mm. eight point nine million. I need to. It, it looks good. I yeah. want to see this. One. I want to like see that this girl and go to an escape room. <laughs> right. We talked yeah. about this. Who Seriously. wants to see Team Fantastic? See if they can That'd escape so, escape room. Right. Put GoPros on. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be awesome. Right. <laughs> like we should just have. We should ask them if we can actually have somebody in there filming us. Yeah. Because it can be, be epic. either epic or really yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Little Cam, if she doesn't want to do it. Like, <laughs> that's true. She said, no, I'm not being handcuffed to a wall. Exactly. I'll film it. Yeah, like, it'd be like, great. It's but... fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the new movies coming out this week. Glass. Oh, man. Mm. The third installment of this series. Uh, it's pretty exciting. It yeah. looks badass. Oh, my gosh. And can we just talk about... I made this tweet the other day. Can we just talk about how freaking busy Samuel L. Jackson is? What? Endgame. Uh, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Glass. That's only four right now. He still does commercials. He still does TV. He does everything. Yeah, think think about this. From the first seven months of this year, mm-hmm. okay, starting from January now, you know, next week with Glass, through July, mm-hmm. he's in four films. Yeah. I mean, like you just said, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and now Glass. Yeah. And I wouldn't doubt if he pops up somewhere else, exactly. but at least he's in he's four, huge. four out of the seven months. This guy's in, you're going to be in the box office. Yeah. I mean... That's right, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's oh right, gosh. Man. And finally, this movie's coming out because I just don't want to see trailers for it anymore, to be <laughs> yeah. honest with oh you. Oh, my gosh. The Kid Who Would Be King, which is basically a ripoff of King Arthur. Yeah. Like, again. Mm. Again. Again. I love Patrick Stewart. Make it so, but yeah. no, yeah, I, I just I, I that's have no weird interest. too. Yeah. He's young and then switches back to old. Yeah, yeah, that's apparently really... he's like old Merlin pretending to be young as a disguise. I yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested. No, I'm not interested. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we're. Mm, no. Yeah, and then another one coming out this week: a new Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey film, uh, Serenity. Yeah, so that I mean, I think the trailer is going to turn a lot of people off by that one, though. Really? Yeah, I because. The same thing with Bad Bad Times at El Royale. People just, I feel like, can't understand the trailer. Well, what's this really about? What's right. well, the, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. So I, mean, I, I like the premise, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm just... <laughs> 
I'm just wondering how many people are going to show up at the box office confusing it for Josh Whedon's Serenity, <laughs> yeah. thinking it's another movie <laughs> yeah. based on the show. And yeah. Like, oh, no, no, wrong yeah, Serenity. Yeah, yeah, like, no. I mean, so don't go. It, it's not that show. It's yeah. not that. Don't go. Yeah. It's all right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> but I'm, I am excited to see this one. I do want to see Me it. Me too. I, I really like Jason Clark. He's in it as well. So. Yes, Jason Clark, mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway, and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I mean, I really feel like you can't go wrong. Seriously. But it's opening against glass, so... Exactly, exactly. And movies that are already out, like I said, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Universe. I feel like I have to say it, even though it's been out for so long, but, I mean, it's still in the top five. It is. So, uh, Aquaman, Mary Poppins, Bumblebee, Escape Room, A Dog's Way Home, The Basis of Sex, Replicas, and The Upside. All, upside, all yeah. good movies. And Mule, that, that right? We've seen. Did you say Mule? Mule's still out. Yeah, it's still in the top ten. Can we yeah. just give it to Clint? Uh, yeah, Kudos, seriously. bro. <laughs> like uh, five thousand years old, he exactly. is still bringing them in. Hell he is yeah. still in the top ten, man. That's like uh, impressive as it shit. It really is. But yeah, number one this week, I think it's going to be Glass. I it like around forty to forty five million, or I mean, like, eh, or if, maybe even fifty million. That, if like, maybe the top. If every one of James McAvoy's personalities buys a ticket, it'll be huge. It's huge. <laughs> huge. It'll be huge. Like, <laughs> uh, number two, I think it's going to be Aquaman again with around 10 to 15 million. Mm. Number three, I think, will be upside. I think Aquaman will come back up. Uh, wow. Path. Yeah. I, did, man, I know. that's a bold statement. It is. Mm. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because I don't think uh, the upside has the longevity that Aquaman does. But, uh, but okay. I, I agree with you with yeah. that. I, I I wholeheartedly agree. I just think I'm gonna flip flop them though and still give Aquaman number two. I mean, uh, number three, only because I think Upside will stay number two for the fact that I think a lot of the Aquaman audience will gravitate yeah. towards Glass. It's a good point. Similar audiences. Yeah. It's you a know? good point. I mean, like superhero ish. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, number four, I think it will be that awful movie the kid who will be king <laughs> uh with around 10 million eh. and number five i think it will be a dog's way home with around five to ten million so number one glass number two aquaman number three the upside number four the kid who will be king and number five a dog's way home it's good i think it's good yeah list. i mean we'll see what happens we'll yeah. see what happens i mean it's been interesting. Yeah. Like the past few weeks have been interesting. Can we just get like to the spring with all the superhero movies so Please. where you know you're gonna get the list like, right every week? Like <laughs> at the day of this recording, we are now ninety nine days from Avengers right. Endgame and Captain Marvel comes out what March eighth, March right? 8th. Like it's like oh, it's right around the corner, exactly. man. Exactly, like, like that's gonna be here like that because February is short as shit. Can you believe it's March, April, July? Those three movies come boom, boom, it's boom. Be I'm like, huge. oh, like. Mm, 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 oh, should we ask? Just let us know. Comment. Send us your opinion somewhere. Is after seeing the new trailer, is Spider Man Far From Home a prequel? Or a sequel? Yeah. Did it happen before Infinity War or after Endgame? Right. That's that's and what seriously. I mean. It's like the big question. Yeah. That's what everybody was talking about at the station today. Is it a prequel or a sequel? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I have a theory, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> so freaking funny. Well, let's switch it over to music a little bit. A Billboard chart toppers. The Hot 100 is Post Malone and Sway Lee's from Spider-Man Into the Spider-Universe song. There you go. That Sunflower song that uh, Shameik Moore is singing in it. So, I mean, that's awesome. And the funny thing about this one is it's been on the Billboard chart topper, or been on the Hot 100 for about 12 weeks now, but this is its first week at number one. It's true. So, that I mean, that's pretty interesting. It it's is pretty interesting. interesting. And the top 200 albums, A Boogie with a Hoodie, Hoodie Season, 
number one for the first week. Uh, it's been out for, I think, three weeks now. So, I mean, eh, eh, I, I haven't listened to it, but I heard it's pretty good. I heard it's pretty good. So, we shall see what changes, what doesn't. Let us know. Um, yeah, it's been a fantastic 50th show, man. Yeah, it's been huge. You know, I got to bring it up because uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Miles Morales. Yeah. Now, uh, tell everybody again, who plays Miles Morales? Shamik Moore. Okay, for anybody who doesn't know, we're going to drop a little little behind-the-scenes trivia for y'all. Just, you know, just a little 50th anniversary or 50th episode fun. He was also on the Get Down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his character on the Get Down was who, J-Lo? Shaolin Fantastic. Of which J-Lo Fantastic Came derived from. the name. Yep. So there you go. A little behind-the-scenes trivia. Even more so, bro. Come on the show. Exactly. I have to exactly. give you your props because See? that character was so epic. I'm not right. even going to lie. And he's epic because I mean, look epic. at Spider-Man. In the, it's all connected, bro. It's, it's all, all brought back. Oh my goodness, it's so freaking awesome. But anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in this week for our 50th episode. Happy one year anniversary. It's freaking amazing. Thank you again to one and only Miss Rebecca Kennedy, our forever guest, for coming on the show. You are so freaking awesome. Make sure to go like and follow us on all social media handles at Crazy Ant Media. And we have a website, crazyantmedia.com, which where you can sign up for our newsletter, get an inside scoop scoop on everything that's going down at crazy ant headquarters yes. get an inside scoop of what we're doing on a day-to-day basis and what's coming up on the show so it's really a lot of fun just to you know be be on the inside circle for a yeah. little bit you know uh, absolutely i mean why not yeah you you all know we got the big trek across the country coming up exactly you, that newsletter is going to tell you all about exactly. it the I ants mean, are coming man the ants are coming mm-hmm. the ants I have a suggestion. What's the suggestion? 50 episodes from now, mm-hmm. our 100th giant episode. Yeah. I have a guest suggestion. You know who it might be? I think you know who it might be. Oprah! Oprah! Yeah! Oprah! Oprah!